Well, it's time to discuss some of the big issues facing the world at the moment with the one and only Alex Selios from thebigsmoke.com.au. Alex, uh, a return to form. We're going to talk dating tonight. Yes. We'll get to, we'll get to that in a moment, but um, look, a lot of talk around about autonomous motor cars at the moment. Uh, with um, Tesla, have already got cars that can effectively drive themselves. But, geez, are we really at the point where we want planes to um, be replaced by robots? Or you know, it's an interesting one because um, this is really about telepresence robots potentially taking over the concept of travel. Um, and it's coming from a major a Japanese airline who have decided to deploy next year about a thousand different telepresence robots. And the idea behind it is that if you don't have the ability, the inclination, maybe the financial resources to travel, they will actually allow you to experience the uh, the, the travelling um, I guess, itinerary or going and seeing things around the world in your living room. And the, um, the way that they do that is similar to uh, what's happening at the moment with telepresence robots when it comes to conference call, conferences in, in offices or um, even doctors actually uh, trying to treat patients that are in other countries around the world. So it's like an advanced version of virtual reality. It is. The difference is it really isn't a virtual reality experience. That's not what they're talking about. They're really talking about the idea of simply being able to see something through a telepresence robot, which is um, essentially like a, an interface on a, and a little robot that allows you to go into different areas based on instruction. Yeah, so okay. it would be a bit like, you know, I'm at home and I don't have the, the physical ability maybe um, or the financial resources to go and see the Eiffel Tower. So therefore... I book in with this telepresence robot to have that experience. Um, and, and, you know, whether or not this works, it'll be interesting, but it is um, an indication of the way, I guess, airlines are trying to be more in- innovative and integrate technology into their offerings. Yeah, I just wonder if uh, we're becoming a bit lazy and... and Absolutely. Uh, yeah, oh, okay, all yeah, right. Because, I mean, can you really enjoy the Eiffel Tower? I mean, what's the difference between that and going on YouTube? Exactly, exactly, yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, look, I, I I struggle. I stayed at a fairly um, avant-garde sort of restaurant. Uh, sorry, yeah, hotel on the weekend and couldn't even turn the lights off in the room. But that's, uh, I guess, that's me. Um, speaking of robots, though, um, there's a whole bunch that have been installed that aren't quite working out. Yes. So this, uh, we've seen a number of incidences where people have actually tried to use. Robocops, for example, um, to supervise areas, and they haven't always worked. And last week, we saw a Robocop in California have a lady in the park go up to the robot and try to uh, report a crime, and the robot's response was to start singing a song and run away, (laughs) which is not helpful. However, in saying that, it could be more helpful than some police officers I've known. So, you know, it could go either way. But we're seeing... I guess the um, I guess the evidence that while robots are definitely going to be a part of our future, um, you know the onboarding process for a company is still crucial. And we've seen incidences, in, for example, in Walmart in the US, where uh, the company has put in robots to eventually replace humans. And over time, it's caused real friction between the humans and the robots because the humans are, are aware that these robots are going to take over their jobs entirely one day, whereas the robots are actually quite slow in learning what to do and being able to do it um, effectively. So, so it is a bit of a process. We also saw a scenario where a robo-cop uh, type 
you know, um, inspector was hanging around a shopping centre and was meant to be patrolling the shopping centre. And instead of, you know, being effective at its job, it actually threw itself into the um, shopping centre's fountain and drowned itself, which is not helpful for anyone. So, no. you know, we, we see this a bit and it, it's lighthearted and it's fun, but it does impact industry quite significantly and it does require um, the organisations who... In- integrate robots into their into their workforce to do so appropriately and effectively so it doesn't have disruptions like this. Yeah, um, and, and you can imagine the cost it adds to research and development of these type of things. Absolutely. Now, tell us about the latest fashion craze hitting New York. You're going to love this. You're going to rush out and buy it. It's basically a pair of shoes, Nike sneakers, actually, and uh, there's a, a layer in the shoe of shock-absorbent bottoms, which is uh, filled with holy water from the River Jordan. And it's been blessed by a priest in Brooklyn. Now, you could get this for only $1,425, uh, but some people are buying them and then reselling them online for $4,000. And there's also a golden Jesus on a crucifix, which serves as the shoelace arm. Right. And uh, you can actually attach them to a, uh, a holy fitness tracker as well. Actually, that's an entirely different product because while oh. we're talking about Vatican, in, uh, you know, Vatican merchandise, which is the new Hillsong merchandise, um, <laughs> they've actually brought out a rosary bead bracelet where you can pray using the, the rosary beads, but it can also track your fitness levels. So, um, and that was actually brought out at the Vatican press conference. So it's a legitimate product. Okay. All right. Um St. John Paul II would be rolling in his grave, I reckon. Um, now, as we always do, we'll finish off with a, a dating uh, topic, uh, a dating scam this time. Well, you know, we all, we all know about catfishing. Catfishing is where you meet someone online only to find eventually that they're not the person they said they were. Yeah. Um, often this is done for a number of reasons, but one of the main reasons is because they're trying to mislead somebody or trick them. Maybe it's an ex doing it. You know, there's a lot of terrible stories. But um, this is dog fishing, which isn't as sinister as cat fishing, um, but it's basically where a person takes an image of themselves with a dog and then promotes it as their display photo on the dating apps. And the idea behind it is they want to reel you in and have you believe that they're super cute and loving and they've got a dog and, hey, you've got a dog, let's go out together and walk the dog. Um, I just, again, don't understand, though, the lying aspect of this and how it's sustainable because, you know, it's like when people lie about their their, their careers and they say quite extravagant lies. Um and eventually you're going to be caught out because there's only so many times your girlfriend or boyfriend can come over and the dog's out by itself or gone to the parents or whatever the scenario you come up with. Yeah. So it's just a weird lie, that, um, but it's working. Okay. Uh, well, look, it wouldn't be the first time somebody borrowed a dog and took it to a dog park to meet um, um, someone of the opposite sex. So I guess this is just the uh, the online version of the same. Yeah, and it's a deceptive you know, dating habit, but, you know, and we, we see a lot of people doing this in, in very, various degrees on on, um, on Tinder and all of those apps, but it, it can be frustrating for somebody who is trying to find a partner and, you know, just comes up with all these stupid, stupid people. Well, aren't you lucky that you actually have cute pugs? Yes, exactly. I don't have to lie, but then I'm not on any dating apps. So <laughs> I think, you know, I, I read a, a funny meme yesterday that you would really appreciate. It says, I really want to meet the right person as long as I don't have to leave the house, use <laughs> dating apps, or stay awake past 10 p.m. Yep, that's me. That's Alex, me. always good to talk to you. We'll catch up again next week. Thanks so much. Alex Salios from thebigspike.com.au.